Welcome to the Talking Shift Podcast. My name is Cody Greer and I'm your host. And alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Trey Sweeney. Gang, gang. And Kayla Bailey. Good evening, everyone. Today on Talking Shift, we have our very first guest. And if you've listened to us many times in our podcast, you might know who it is. Today we have Creative Tyler, Tyler Gibson from creativetower.net. Hey, hey, great to join you guys. Thank you. Our very first guest on the Talking Shift Podcast. We are coming to you live from Cruising the Coast 2022 in Biloxi, Mississippi. Guys, we haven't fun yet? Oh, yeah. It's been a great day. Uh, yeah, no, not at all. Terrible. Huh? Wish I could say the same. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. No, it's been a blast. Yeah. Watching you two be at Cruising the Coast for the first time with y'all shitty and grins every time y'all see something cool is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Trey and I have been to Cruising the Coast multiple times. Yes. So, Caleb, I want to hear it from you first. What's impressed you the most so far throughout our, our adventures here, I guess? Just the sheer number of everything interesting. It's not just a handful of this or a couple of those. It's a lot of stuff. There's, I think I've seen more Chevelles today than I've seen previously in my entire life. Chevelles and 57 Bel Airs? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chevelles and 57 Bel Airs and, uh, what, 72 Camaros. I've seen... Yeah, there's been a lot of split bumper Camaros. Yeah, there's a lot of them. What about you, Tyler? How are you feeling about it? The fact that I know what Chevelle... Now, <laughs> yeah, for reference, folks, our, our friend Tyler's not really a car guy, but... I got... Well, I got to tell... Have you told learning. him about the 2012 uh, Nissan, oh, yeah, he's Nissan got Altima? Was that spoiler alert? Yeah, he drives a really nice... Other uh, than owning a 2012 Nissan Altima, I'm not a car guy. Yeah. yeah. It was manufactured in the USA, but anyway. But yeah. But back to... Yeah. I, you Design guys have told me so much. I think we've had a great day so far. So let's kind of go around the table here. What's been your favorite thing you've seen so far? Trey, I'll start with you. I really think it's that geo tracker that had a geo tracker inside of its engine bay. Like the thing is, that engine weighed just as much as the geo tracker did, and the blower was higher up than the geo tracker yeah, the, the roof. The blower was higher than the roof, which that was is insane. And the thing is, we didn't even get to see him on the full drag. He was going frontage road, so that kind of sucked. If you would have seen him take off, he might have flipped over. So much power. <laughs> power to weight ratio there's just not fair. I, yeah. I, I don't understand how that thing could even go forward. <laughs> yeah, you got to dream bigger. I mean, it's the greatest. <laughs> he he definitely did some extra support to the uh, whole frame to hold that up. I just want to know what kind of guy looks at a Geo Metro and's like, I want to put a blower on that. You know what? It's that a means ge- a three fifty with a blower. It's called a, it's called mean, a genius. Why yeah. not do that? It's yeah. I mean, really, that's what car guys are. It's, it's a why mess. not? It's a mad scientist. Yeah. It, I mean, a, that's the reason I love coming to things like this, because you kind of walk around and everything, and you see all these bug catcher blowers on things, and you're just like, that's cool. Like, I sent a picture to my wife earlier, and she was like, how do they see? And I was like, you don't need to see. You just need to go straight. That's right. <laughs> like I said when we saw that, you aim it in the direction you want to go and hold on. Well, Kayla, what about you? What's been your favorite thing you've seen so far? Probably the yellow Dodge Charger we saw earlier today. White bottle top, white vinyl interior. Oh, yeah. That's right on up there. Uh, there was a, so many other things that were just killer. I'm really having a good time seeing all the first-generation Corvettes. Uh, really? Yeah, having a great time with those. We saw a very nice uh, 58 with the trunk spears and the louvered hood earlier today. There's no, there's no shortage of first- and second-gen Corvettes. Yeah, that, that yellow Charger... It's one of the most beautiful no, cars I've ever seen. Amazing. Like, I mean, as soon as I came off the exit coming into town yesterday, 
I saw two back-to-back GTOs, which is like a dream car for me. One of them's that 69. I was like, ooh. Well, Tyler, as the non-car guy, what what is your favorite thing you've seen so far? <laughs> no, actually, seriously, being around you, you guys knowing what the hell you guys are looking at. Y'all been so patient with me on... It's been a pleasure that you guys had... Y'all worked with me on like, all right, here's this type of car. Here's, you know, and you're like, first off, we got to go Ford. We got to go Chevy. Those are things. And then it trickles down from there. And I'm like, you know what? That looks similar to that. Like, yeah, that was it on purpose. They were competing with it. Just the learning a lot. Yeah. When you guys aren't making, you know, dick jokes and all. <laughs> which, is, which is, you know, few and far between. Usually we're... But I'm actually learning stuff, and it's uh, let's stuff. not forget also that Tyler's drinking his newly developed cocktail, a Jim Beam and Red Powerade. It is Yuck. so jealous, yeah, delicious. I so recommend. You could honestly put that in a cooler and make Jello shots out of that. That would yeah. be so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it would be terrible. You, yeah. Have you ever been sitting around going, "My life expectancy too far out. I want to be able to. I want to reel that in a little let's, bit. Let's gamble." <laughs> Cody, what is what is your favorite thing you've seen today? Mine might surprise you, Trey. It, now, we went to downtown Ocean Springs, Mississippi earlier to a, probably one of the largest car shows I've ever seen. Uh, there was at least three, But real quick, cars. y'all said y'all been here before. Did y'all not? Is this like... That was no, the first time I've been to Ocean Springs. That's the first time I've been to Ocean Springs. My grandfather and my uncle used to always go down there, but yeah. I never get to go with them. Okay. Yeah, so it, that was a new experience for us, too. Yeah. I saw an orange and white blazer lowered, oh, that thing and it was beautiful. Probably one of the most beautiful vehicles I've ever seen. Just the that cream sickle color, oh, just perfection. I like a good cream sickle. Ten coats of hugger orange with hand rubbed black. <laughs> nice little <laughs> reference there. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. So speaking of my favorite dream sickle blazer, I think that brings up a good point of what are some awesome color combinations you guys have seen on the car center because there's so many unique things that you don't normally get to see in a car setting so Tyler let's kick it to you actually first you are a graphic designer you are an artist what are some of the cool things you've seen down here that impressed you well that's that's where it started to make sense for me of like the impressive like that's why I'm dealing in colors and stuff and all that so I didn't know these colors were possible on a car and even more possible, the fact that you guys are y'all are like that's the periwinkle blue that came out. And the, y'all each pulled me aside and gave like here's, and they were all like very informed. Like, all right, look at this car. And y'all had like a family tree. Y'all would tie back like. So you said your grandparent that that was cool. Yeah, the about charger. That. Yeah, that awesome story. Like, it. I would just point at a car and look at y'all and be like, describe. And y'all are like, it would be like. <laughs> You're like Eminem and Eight Mile, and I'd be like, how do they know? Y'all were. I consider yeah. myself Eminem and Rap God, actually. But thank you. Yes, I was. I was. Uh, what? Uh, who's who's the rival one? Uh, who's the one that started the MG MG Kelly? Yeah, yeah. Machine yeah. Gangs there. Well, Caleb, what about you? Are there any color combinations that have really stuck out to you today? Let's see. Uh, I like the '61 uh, Chevy we saw that had the pearl white with the uh, seafoam color cell panel oh. on the side. Then the uh, riding in the brake caliper matched that, and then the interior oh, color was the same. Another one I saw oh. was the uh, that we saw was a it was almost a metallic root beer color that's getting to be popular now. Yeah, uh, I mean we're calling it metallic root beer. Let's be real, it was brown, but it was a nice brown. But yeah, let's expand upon the sea foam because this car, honestly, out of all the cars we've seen here, 
I love little aspects of cars. We were looking at this car earlier, and it's got a pinstripe, a seafoam pinstripe on the side of it. Seafoam interior. And then we got to looking really closer, and the bear breaks on the car. And I didn't get a shot of that. Yeah, you pointed that out. Yeah. The bear, the claw for the bear breaks, which is actually an extremely high dollar brake system. Very high. Better than Brembo's, better than factory. Yes. Yep. And um, it was painted in this seafoam as well and i've never been more impressed it's the small touches yeah, yeah, on that's, cars that's something like a regular person like tyler wouldn't notice just walking by but car guys notice it it's like oh they put it in the lettering and everything else it's the small but touches. like like he mentioned that seafoam just but i know this is a uh audio media but if it was visual it's just me doing that whole like just chef's italian kiss. chef's yeah. kiss yeah. like it's Oh, that oh, it's, was the, so good. it's the topping on top of the guys. Sunday. I was there. They're not ex- exaggerating. No, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was like it's incredible. Um, I think personally, my favorite was I, I, as soon as I pulled into town uh, yesterday, there was a '72 C10 that pulled up next to me, and it had this lighter, not quite sea foam, not quite baby blue, but this just beautiful blue. On the top, he had the cream colored through the center panel, and the bottom panel was that same color as the top, and it was, oh. And then he's got the front dash with a pinstripe of it through the middle. That was a beautiful car. I'm a sucker for a C10, though. I'm going to steal another one of Caleb's, honestly. My favorite color combination I've seen so far is that... Jump, generally? No, it's the yellow and white Charger. I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've been mesmerized by that car just because of the yeah. fact that it's such a rare color combination on the Mopar yeah. is the white and yellow. Because of the Fast and the Furious and stuff like that, everybody, oh, I want a black charger, black charger, black charger. Blade had a black charger. Dom has a black charger. Now it's kind of like, you know what would be cool? How about something a little more bright? Let's go yellow, let's go orange, uh, purple, let's, let's get that stuff back out. Yeah, if we threw back <laughs> C7 purple, I'd be all about it. Well, it was a yellow car with a white stripe with white interior, too, which... Also a white vinyl top. Yep. Yes. And speaking of vinyl tops, we also saw something for the first time that we mentioned way on back in our Hemi episodes. We saw a Gator Grain Mod Top Challenger. And if you remember what we talked about in that, that is the vinyl top that they used on Mopars back in the day was the same uh, faux gator skin. It was something to see because I've only ever seen vinyl and the usual tapey looking shit. Yeah, that was... That was something else. I pointed that out to Caleb, and his jaw almost dropped because yep. that's something you just don't see. And that's what you get to see down here is things that you normally are never able to see. I mean, like Caleb said earlier in the pod, the whole Chevelle thing. Like, you go to a car show, you see maybe two Chevelles, and it's the same two Chevelles because it's the same two old guys that both have their Chevelles that they bought back in 70 or 69. But you come down here and Chevelles are dime a dozen. They're everywhere. I've seen more Chevelles just than any. But let's talk about something else we've seen down here. We've seen a lot I, of import cars. Yeah. How many McLarens, Lamborghinis, and Ferraris have we seen? I saw, here? Saw, we I saw, saw a McLaren P1. We saw about $10 million worth of supercars just this afternoon alone. It was only about five cars. Yeah, I think we saw we saw a McLaren, a couple Lamborghinis, a Ferrari. A Rari? Uh, oh. Talking about just high dollar cars, we saw a uh, GT500 parked in the hotel parking lot 
original paint. This hotel? It, yeah, this hotel. Mind the reason that we're talking about how high end this is, uh, at the swap meet today, uh, Tyler and I happened across a uh, 68 GT350 convertible that was in the dire need of a restoration. And these people are asking $95,000 for it. And, and you know what? I paid it every every nickel. Yeah, Tyler right. bought it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you right. bought it outright. Yeah, and you sent it and, off. Well, I didn't. You know, I actually made. It, they were like, "What do you have to trade now?" I was like, okay. "I was like 2012 Nissan Altima," and they were like, "Yes." Yeah, and then you sent it off to Jerry, king of the uh, Shelby restorations, to make it like new for you. So let's talk about some of the things we've done while cruising around. So cruising the coast, obviously, we. You don't just go look at cars. You ride around the strip here on Highway 90, and you cruise stop by stop by like the old days, like the old timers used to do. A lot of fun. So, Caleb, I'm going to kick it to you first this time. What's some of the coolest things you've seen while cruising around, or things you've seen? Or what I saw wasn't even something while driving. It was while I while we were standing in a flower bed yesterday afternoon (laughs) and watching one of the lights here closest to us at the Waffle House. uh, It was a it was one of the 1969 Z28 Camaros we saw again today with a massive blower and bug catcher set up uh, running a, uh, I think it was a 65 C10 with a blower set up. Both, both vehicles were set up as, you know, Pro Street Outlaw type racing. Both had parachutes on the back. I think the truck had a wheelie bar. And so seeing those guys run last night out of light was something that, you know, how many times do you think you're going to get to see a Camaro run a C10? At a light, <laughs> and then we keep up with each other. Yeah, yeah. And just the howling, like the both cars were enough you could feel them in your chest. They were loping so hard. Could you do an impression for me? Nope. Oh come on. Cody makes most of the noises on this podcast. You're our soundboard. <laughs> Tyler, have you heard or seen anything that you've just impressed the hell out of you so far? Well, like just right like around. to elaborate the the fact that people just tailgate like it's people just. There's just chair. People are just lining the streets. Yes. You're either in a car or you're in, sitting in a chair Watching. looking at a car. Or you're being me and not knowing what the hell's going on. <laughs> but you're, That's the but, best part, honestly. But, it, but, yeah, I'd rather be me because I'm, I'm just going like, what is – I'm learning so much. But, yeah, the fact that people will camp out to all, reserve us. All day. And some of them are hecklers like, rev it up, you, you know, you – let me see him burn out. Come on, you hit it. Tyler's right, though. I mean, that's something we didn't mention, that people really do line the streets and chairs and tents. It's yeah. like a tailgate for a football game. Yeah, it, right. But there are, the people do hold up signs for burnouts, for rev it up. Like, it is. Honk your, honk your horn. Trey, what about you? What have you like, seen at stoplights? Throwing back to honk on the horn. Uh, Caleb pointed it out last night. We were coming back from dinner. We took the uh, front two panels off the Bronco that I have now. So we were rolling up. Wait, it came in? No, no, it's it's here. That's a call. Uh, But we were sitting there at the light, and uh, Caleb said, hey, honk your horn. And I honked my horn, and the girls over there to our right, they yelled. And then all of a sudden behind me, I just hear this god-awful roar. And I look at my rear view, and I see nothing but smoke. There's a dude just dead ass behind me just spinning tires burned a quarter inch of his tire tread off and i slowly edged forward into the car in front of me just so this guy if he took off he would have a little bit more time to break <laughs> turned out to be just a it was a pontiac g8 that was cammed out that, 
Hey, Pontiac G8, throwback to our Modern Muscle episode, one of our forgotten cars. Yep. Speaking of forgotten cars, we mentioned it multiple times in the Modern Muscle episode, how the Chevrolet SS sedan was a forgotten muscle car from the 2000s. We saw a rebranded but we have one. Seen, we have seen at least 10 of these cars. Yeah, seen more of those today than I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen two. And most of them have holding conversion kits on them. Yep. Which is kind of crazy. I think the craziest thing I've seen in a stoplight so far... <laughs> Trey and I actually rode to Ocean Springs together, and we kept hearing this loud vehicle in front of us. Yeah. And we didn't know what the hell this Cody's thing was. like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I don't know. The only and, thing I can think of is... And it's this old Bronco 2 yeah. with a big motor in it just chopping, giving it all it's got. We're like, my God. Everyone on the street could hear it. And then, fast forward a little bit later in the night, we're sitting then, over there on the corner. Yeah, and then we see him at a stoplight... And we hear it, and we see him nail it in Papa Wheelie. Yeah. Dominic Toretto style. His front tires <laughs> came off the ground, and I've never seen a Bronco's front tires come off the ground. Hey, Shiftheads. It's your old pal, Caleb. I want to talk to you about something that's very important to all of us here at Shiftheads. And I want to talk to you about Tyler Gibson, graphic designer. He's done a lot to get us where we are today. He's made a lot of our posters. He made my wedding invitations and my wedding announcements. He's done a lot for all of us here. He created our logo. And with that, we want to go ahead and talk about him, what he can do for you. He can do anything in this graphic design stuff. If you want to, if you want an image of yourself looking like uh, King Kong fighting Godzilla and Godzilla to be your boss, you can do that. You hate your boss, we do too. We hate your boss also. As a graphic designer slash artist where creativity is expected and appreciated, through his approach, he helps clients and their brands meet their full potential and continually challenges himself to deliver the simplest, most effective, and efficient solutions he possibly can. Tower Gibson has professional knowledge in the following softwares. Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign. XD, WordPress, and HTML and CSS. Tyler says that let's work together to create a game-changing experience that will take your brand from bland to buzzworthy, and he can do it. CreativeTyler.net, or give him a call at 601-209-9155. Tell him the shift head sent you. He'll appreciate it. So... On day two of Cruising the Coast 2022, the shift heads and I went to Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. But we didn't go quite the same way we did on day one, did we, guys? No. We had a little bit of a little bit of an adventure, per se, to begin the day. Hey, how come there wasn't an arch to see? I thought St. Louis had an arch. That, that's the wrong St. Louis. Wrong one. Ah. Wrong but one. elaborate Thanks. on that trip. What do you mean there was a... So... We found out how hard it is to take off the back shell of the Bronco because first day we were down here, we took off the front two over the front seats and the middle seat. The back shell is heavy as a son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We spent the morning taking apart Trey's new car. <laughs> and carrying it up three flights of stairs. Yes. yes. It wouldn't have sucked so bad if we didn't have to pivot a lot and turn. All the way up the fucking stairs. Damn it! I believe this thing weighs somewhere in the 250-pound range. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. One man could not carry it. No, uh, it wasn't 250 pounds. It was at least 200 pounds. <laughs> it was still pretty heavy, but 
it was not fun, but it was a lot of fun going over there. But by the way, <laughs> like mission accomplished. Like yeah, we got we it did, in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the funniest part is once we got back, everybody was like, "Oh, I'm just ready to lay down," and we're just like. Where? Yeah, because uh, we laid the, it all. The, yeah, yeah, it's laid out on the beds. Like there's nowhere else to lay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. never got my nap, guys. Yeah, so it shows. You're yeah. yeah, you're, 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 you're fussy. You're fussy. Yeah. He's getting a little grumpy. <laughs> so we went to Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, topless in the Bronco, Bronco and topless, not us. For clarification, I don't know the way that uh, that side wind was coming through, trying to take Cody's shirt off. That for side it. wind was a force over that bridge, but <laughs> it, was, it was like we were skydiving. <laughs> it was like skydiving, man. It, it became a Master. thing. Uh, yeah, it was. It was not good. But Bay St. Louis was a ton of fun. If you're going to cruise in the coast, if you're ever trying to go, go to downtown Bay St. Louis. They line up the entire streets worth of cars, and they're piling in. There's a ton of restaurants to go to. Guys, what were some of your favorite things that you you saw in Bay St. Louis today? Well, Murky's Barbecue Joint. Yeah, that that's was, that a great was, joint. Good, good uh, plug. Shout good. out to that Murky's Barbecue. We enjoyed it. I loved the uh, burn ends that I had. They did a great job. Yeah, macaroni and cheese was good. Yeah, mac and cheese was good. Their spicy barbecue sauce was good too. Enjoyed it. Yeah, but, best food we've eaten on the trip. And, you know, yeah, we absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Stuff. They what did not. They did not pay for this message. So, what were some of your favorite things we saw in Bay St. Louis today? Trey, I know you had your eyes on square bodies. Oh, yeah. There were square bodies for days. That was beautiful. There was a there was a black one, actually, that's paint just looked like a mirror. It was insane. I, I know my favorite part, personally, was watching Caleb go up to each and every 60s Corvette, like a small child in a candy store, and point to it. Yeah. Because like they were all something impressive to look at. Uh, the... One of the most impressive was the 67 that we saw that had an LS9 swap from a 6-gen uh, ZR1. One of my other favorite cars I saw that was not a Corvette, uh, hearkening back to our Hemi episode, was a 1970 Roadrunner powered by a 426 Hemi and gears with a four-speed pistol grip shifter. It was in uh, that acid green color. <laughs> Tyler, what were some of your favorites? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take an L on this. I was out of my element today. <laughs> Tyler didn't have breakfast. They got up, went to the buffet breakfast. I was like, you know what? We got a Waffle House next door. I'll just go grab that. I think they were laughing at me like, yeah, right. You know, like what's the way? It's not like it's gonna be crowded. I walked over there. Obviously, it was crowded. It's insane. So I skipped breakfast. We go over there, and it was so impressive. But I had no idea. I mean, it was just insane the amount of colors the cars everything was brilliant uh they they were constantly telling me this and that what what it was but favorite part yeah uh the the barbecue yeah so my favorite part was just through there it was mopar alley it was mopars for days plymouth's dodges anything you can imagine and we even saw a mr norm sticker on one of the cars which caleb and i geeked out about a little bit which Mm -hmm. was really cool i think some of these some of these were probably worth what hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, the uh, Roadrunner that I was talking about is you know easily a hundred thousand dollar car. Uh, the Mister Norms Plymouth that Cody saw, you know, if it's a true you know dyno tuned by Mister Norm, you know it's it's more than a hundred grand, easy. That's yeah. insanity. So much money into those cars, just five six cars in a row. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and I think honestly, if you're gonna go cruising the coast. We went to Ocean Downtown Ocean Springs yesterday, and we went to Bay St. Louis today. Both amazing locations to go to. If you have a car that's older than, I think that 
ages twenty to twenty five years to register. If we had if we had a car old enough, we would have registered to go to these places. Because what you do cruising the coast is, if you register, you go up to all these places and you get a sticker. It's what Diaberville, Ocean Springs, Bay St. Louis, Past Christian, Past Christian, and. There's one in Gulfport and Biloxi, too. Yeah. I don't know if they're part of the stamp, though. I think it's just those main four yeah. for that because they're, most people stay down here in Biloxi yeah. and Gulfport, and they just kind of go out. If we were down here for the whole week, we would have definitely hit Absolutely. up Diaberville and Pass Christian. Diaberville's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Uh, but I will say Ocean Springs was fantastic, and it was hot today, but Bay St. Louis was a lot of fun, too. It was a ton of fun. These are kind of our final thoughts on cruising the coast. I know you two, this is your first experience here. So wrapping this up, what are some of your final thoughts on our trip and how much fun we've had? Well, honestly, it was so much that by the by the middle of the afternoon, I think that I was kind of desensitized to the point where I was just kind of like, this is kind of a, we've kind of done a lot. <laughs> is what I was, is the only way to talk about it. Like, there's some... At some point, you're just kind of like, wow, another Chevelle. Oh, <laughs> oh another 57 Chevy. Jeez, I wish I had 57 cents for every 57 Chevy I saw. <laughs> then I could buy a 57 Chevy. Wow. Maybe even 57 of them. <laughs> Tower. No, I mean, I, I, I agree. Uh, I've learned so much. This is this did not disappoint. I love this. Uh, you're over... Uh, Sensory overload. Yeah, yeah, big time. Because everything's amazing. Everything. Yeah. I'm always... I almost get to the point where I'm impressed with the piece of shit cars. Because <laughs> they stand out more. I'm like, check out that. Well, Kale made a great point earlier. Sometimes seeing just the all original cars in their original condition is more impressive than seeing somebody who's dropped a lot of money to make it. Now, don't get me wrong. A resto mod is amazing. but Earlier today, there was a vet outside of one of the places we tried to eat, but they were packed. It was a 64 convertible Corvette. It was bought new somewhere. It was owned by the original family car had 44,000 miles it was unrestored it had little weird uh, rust swirls in some of the paint which weird that it shouldn't have had because the Corvette doesn't have a metal body but it was there had some other interesting uh, we won't ask questions lots of lots of ass wear on the seats somebody's grandma sat in that seat for a long time and you could tell like she's still there keep it in oh haunted haunted by Meemaw's ass (laughs) that's a Caleb (laughs) the ghost farts can I real quick give a give a shout out these guys? Uh, they were my tour guide. I, I am I came in so vanilla. I had nothing. I had nothing programmed. I had nothing on the hard drive. They 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 stuck with me. They taught me so much. They were very patient. It, it was it went great. I, I really appreciate you guys. These guys are smart. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. Anyway, we got a caller on line for. I'm kidding. <laughs> Seattle, I'm listening. <laughs> Well, on that bit of uplifting news from my very first guest on the Talking Shift podcast, we're going to leave you guys tonight in Biloxi, Mississippi. Good night, night. Shift Heads. This has been a production of SGB Media.